What's up, everybody? We're in here. We're recording. Boom. All right. How y'all doing? Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. Or not good morning. It's a good morning for me, but I don't know when you're listening to this. Oh. I don't know if you guys heard that, but my hip just popped. It was painful. So, uh, yeah. I woke up this morning to a dead phone. And uh, and it was raining outside, so I couldn't really see how light or dark it was. Like, I couldn't gauge the time very well through the window. So it really freaked me out. I was just sitting there waiting for my phone to turn on, because I don't have anything else in my house that tells the time, apparently. Like, my microwave, I always unplug it, so it, it never, like, it always just sits on the zeros. So, uh... So, I, I like, I was just waiting for my phone to charge, and that was the worst two or three minutes ever just sitting there like waiting for it to turn back on because I felt so well rested I was like oh my god I could be like an hour late I could be two hours late or it could be 5 a.m like I don't I don't know and uh it, and then it, it turned out to be like seven like right when I wake up every single day almost so my body just naturally woke me up which is good my body usually does that, but sometimes I'll wake up at 9 on a weekend, and I'm like, ooh, that have been scary. But, um, yeah, man, I love waking up to the rain. There's something special about that, I think. I always have. Like, every time I wake up, and, uh, and you just, you hear that, the rain hitting the window, and I go, oh, it's raining. And, uh, it just looks nice, too. I'm sure you can kind of hear it in the background. Maybe not. I hope you can, because I, I actually think it would be cool. I think it's a. I think it's pretty background noise. Let me try to turn it up a little. Falling asleep to the rain is probably better than waking up, just because... Well, I don't know. And then I wake up to the rain, and I just feel so, like... Maybe it's some primal thing, but you just feel, like, safe and protected. That's why it's so cozy, I think. I think it's because in your monkey brain, you're just like, mm, nothing's going to come through the rain to come get me. So, uh, so I did some comedy last night at a Little Madness Brewery. It was hosted by, um, Shane Kemp. He's cool, he's funny, man. But he brought his diary from college, you know. It was his first day of college, and he let me he let me read it. This this was when he was like twenty or whatever, and now he's a thirty seven year old man, and so he he let me go up on stage and read the first page of his journal, I guess, not a diary, because he's not gay. But he let me read from his journal, and uh, man, it was so cringy. He was talking about this girl. And how much he loved her. And his wife is sitting right there working the soundboard. Who was not this girl. <laughs> uh, and he's talking about marrying this chick. And he's talking about just all sorts of things. And it was it was hilarious. And it, it just, it takes balls, I think. Even though he was only 20. Like, even as, though it's so far away. Or so long ago. I think it still takes a lot of balls to let someone... Go up on stage and read your freaking diary, cause yeah, someone someone made a joke. It was not a journal. It was a diary, bro. It was too. It was so emotional and poetic. It was poetic, man. That was the main thing. 
I was I was like, damn, this guy can actually kind of write. It was beautiful, and I read it in like a dramatic voice. It was great. Yeah, my set didn't go that well though, and I actually re- he had me read his journal after my set, which made things kind of awkward because. I don't know, sometimes, when the crowd's feeling me, it's great, you know, because they, like, all my jokes are kind of off-color a little, they're a little weird, a lot of, a lot of pedophilia, a lot of penises, and gay, and, you know, just everything, man, everything that I find funny, pretty much middle school boy humor, in a way, but, but people either, they get what I'm doing, and they they know it's funny, or sometimes, man, people just shut down, and last night, I shut it down, I shut it down hard, there was one dude, this light-skinned black guy in the back, he was laughing pretty hard, he was feeling me, that was, that made me feel better, there, usually you'll have one or two, and then the comedians understand that you're not, like, a bad person, you're just telling jokes, but the rest of the crowd, man, I shut it down hard, I got to where I couldn't bring up anything, they were just like, nah, we're done. <laughs> it was terrible, man. Uh, but then again, maybe that's just me not being able to read the crowd. Because no one really... Chris went... So Chris Gaines, he's another comedian around here. Very funny. But he went up last and he he killed. Like, he really... He was hilarious. But it's because he was making fun of everyone's set. Making fun of Shane's diary. Like, he was doing a lot of crowd work. And it was hilarious. But other than him, even the crowd didn't even like Shane. Like they were, it was it was a really tough crowd. But uh, and it it makes sense because it was small. It, there wasn't very many people there. It was probably like <laughs> ten people in attendance. So like, when it's a crowd that small, people are people are legitimately scared to laugh. You know, they think it's weird to start laughing at something because then. Especially if it's a little racy, then people are like, oh, so, you know, they, people just get scared to laugh. I don't know where I was going with that. I sound like a retard. But, um, what else? Yeah, my set didn't go great. So I was taking a shower this morning, per the usual, and uh, I didn't take my phone in there with me because I wanted to leave out here to charge. I, I usually have my phone in the shower with me, um, or I'll like put it up on the on top of the shower when I'm actually bathing myself, but uh, not like listen to a podcast or whatever, but I didn't bring it in there with me today because I wanted to let it charge because it was dead. And it was actually, I realized how short my showers could be in the morning. And he's like, got in, got out. I was like, oh my gosh. I was sitting in there, there was nothing to do. There's no reason to linger around. I mean, it felt nice, but also I was like, yeah, I'm ready to get ready, get the podcast going. Like, I'm realizing now how much of a distraction my phone is. It's really bad, man. And it's like, like I get... I gotta figure something out. If it, if anyone else, if anyone out there listening, has like successfully weaned themselves off of their phone or something like that, 
let me know what you did. Give me a good tactic. I'm gonna, I might do some research or something. I need to figure something out because I'm starting to realize how ridiculously, like, I'm on my phone so much, man. Let me check my screen time. Thirteen minutes. No, it's today. I'm kidding. Um. All right. Yesterday, six hours forty-five minutes. I picked the phone up almost two hundred times. Day before that, six and a half. Hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Imagine if I, imagine if I, cut it in half. That's still like two movies every day, bro. Now, granted, some of that isn't just like entertaining myself. A lot of it isn't. A lot of it would be writing jokes or something like that. But still, if I can cut that in half, bro. put three hours on my day that would wow but I couldn't have yeah it's still like watching two movies every day that's still a lot of time I'm just I'm just such a 21st century bitch bro aren't we all maybe not maybe some of you giga chads out there can just drop the phone and not worry about it but I don't know man I get anxious just sitting here with my own thoughts jeez I'm really glad that you guys can't uh, can't see me or my house right now. One, because I'm completely naked right now. Balls out, no socks on. Like I am naked, naked, except for these headphones on my head. And uh, in my house, well, not really my whole house, but just my living room area. It's just filthy, dude. There's clothes everywhere. That's really it. But it's not a big area, so it makes it look terrible. I just, I have so many clothes. Not to flex, because I'm not. I just, I've never gotten rid of clothes before. And I buy all my clothes at Ross, so it's like pretty easy to re-up their stores, stuff like that, and I wear the same thing every week, but it's like, I can't get rid of any of these clothes, because it's, I don't know, if, I feel like everything I pick up, I'm like, well, no, I can't get rid of that, but I need to get rid of all these clothes, and I pick something up, and it's like, well, no, I can't get rid of that, it's so annoying, I need to figure out a better system, because I, I can't just leave them all strode out across my living room, I have these shelves but I have to get on a ladder. They're like way up. I have to literally get on the ladder. They're up by my loft. And uh and I'm not trying to like get up on a ladder every time I want to get close. I mean, I guess I could, but it's just like ugh. And then really the the problem isn't getting them down. It's folding them and then putting them up there. Like putting them all up there. That's a lot, dude. It's really a lot. I did it like two times, and then after that, I just started throwing them on one side of my couch. There's just one section of my couch that you can't sit in, because there's just clothes in it permanently. Like a whole square. I have one square that's dedicated to the clothes, 
one square is dedicated to all the podcasts set up. I got my computer, got the mixing board, I got uh, my microphone right here. And then I have four other squares. It's a big old couch, son. It's an L couch, very good. But I got four other squares that I use like a human. And it's a... Uh, I also sleep on this couch. I don't know. I have a bed. I literally have a bed. But I, d- I just... I slept on a couch a lot as a teenager. And it get, it's something about it, dude. It just gives me so much comfort. And, uh... And my bed is up in my loft, so it's just like, ugh, it's not really worth it. Getting up, getting up ain't terrible. I mean, it is if you're dead tired. And, dude, getting down sucks. Dick, I hate getting down, especially in the morning. It's just like, all your joints and bones hate you for getting on a ladder. And then the ladder is like, kind of sketchy. And it's really not that sketchy. I just freak out. Like, I don't even like driving on the interstate, guys. I start thinking about, like, oh, my God, I'm going so fast. If I crash, I'm definitely going to die. And then I just start thinking about, oh, my God, I'm going to crash. Like, getting up on that ladder, I'm, like, eight feet in the air. I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. I could, like, die a freaking horrible death. That's something I think about a lot throughout the day. It's just, like... Oh my gosh, I could die in a a terrible death right now in a tragic accident. Like, I just see it coming, you know what I mean? Like, I can just see something in the distance in my car, and I'm like, oh, I could definitely see how that falls off and kills me right now. And it's like a gruesome, like something sticking through my torso, and I'm just like, ah, help me, you know? I'm so scared of that, dude. Gosh, that was, oh. I'm so scared to die, like, a gruesome, gruesome, very painful death where you're just, like, screaming and, like, ah. Or one of those where you're just, like, paralyzed for four days and then you just die. Like, oh, my gosh, bro. Like, imagine I just slip, fall in the woods, break my neck, no one finds me. And I just sit there for, like, four days paralyzed. And I die. That would be terrible, dude. But it could happen. Or, like, I was driving on the interstate, and I was, like, man, my, my like, I have, like, a tire sensor light that comes on. And I know it's only down by one or two PSI, because it got a little colder, and it's one of them that always does it. And, uh, but I'm, like, yeah, what if it just, the tire came off, and I just, like, went right into the middle of these two, of the exit in the interstate, and I just, like, split my car in half. Just put myself through the steering wheel. That's all I could think about. It was terrible. But, yeah, especially at work, man. Ugh. Because it'd be so sad to die at work. Died at fucking work? You gave your life for fucking a business for a company oh my god bro like 
But then again, I don't want to die, like, in a hospital bed. I really don't. I don't want to die in my sleep. I don't want to die, like, all disease-riddled and, like, shriveled up. Like, but, uh, I mean, it's going to happen somehow, and it's probably not going to be... I mean, I don't know how I want to die. I don't really have a good, uh good option in mind I don't really want to die <laughs> well this morning took a morbid turn um But yeah, you don't get to you don't get to pick those things. It's a it's one of the weirdest things about life in my opinion is the fact that like you can feel so many things but eventually you're going to die. And it's so crazy. And then hopefully, I mean I believe something happens after. If you don't, then damn, dude. That's that's unfortunate. Maybe I would want to die in my sleep, you know? So I can just, like, be like, Oh, I'm in heaven now. But it just seems like a bitch move. Because it would be cool to die, like, fighting, but then again, that would hurt, probably. <laughs> Maybe I deserve to die in my sleep. Yeah. What am I talking about? Mm. Alright guys, well, I'm gonna wrap it up here. Sorry that things got so dark. Go listen to another podcast after this to keep your morning going. Listen to something, like, funny. Jeez, have a good one.